Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Dawson, and on today's episode of The Real Doss, I will be talking about Trump Strokes, the book Melania and Me, and whatever else comes to my mind to talk about. So hopefully you guys are having a good day, and let's get at it. Okay, so yesterday, Monday, Trump tweeted out um, about many strokes that he claimed the media said that he had. So let's talk a little bit about that. So I'm going to find the tweet that Trump uh, said that in and read it to you and explain where he got it from or where he possibly got it from. Nobody knows exactly why this came up. No one in the media said anything about Trump strokes, but it is Donald Trump. All right, so scrolling through his Twitter feed here, I'm going to try to find his... uh... Right, let's see here. Something about Mike Pence. I'm going to get into what the Mike Pence thing is about. Because it's related to the Trump stroke thing. All right. Ah, okay. I found it. I found it. Okay, so yesterday he tweeted this out. Donald Trump tweeted this out. It never ends. Now they are saying, now they are trying to say that your favorite president, me, went to Walter Reed Medical Center having suffered a series of mini strokes. Never happened. This never happened to this candidate. Fake news. Perhaps they are referring to another candidate from another party. Now, in a later tweet, after that, uh, later on, Trump also posted this. He tweeted, he quote tweeted Mark R11, who tweeted out... Drudge at it again, promoting crackpot New York Times reporter in his book Trashing. I'm going to bring that up. It was a, it's a photo. It's a screen. It's a screenshot of a Drudge report headline saying Trump denies mini stroke sent him to the hospital. Video dragging right leg. So Trump said, Donald Trump said, Drudge did not support me in 2016, and I hear he doesn't support me now. Maybe that's why he is doing poorly. His fake news report on mini strokes is incorrect, possibly thinking about himself or the other party's candidates. So, apparently, on a August 1st, Don Winslow tweeted out something about mini strokes that Trump had. Possibly. He was asking a question. He didn't specifically say Trump had mini strokes. He asked, I don't don't have the exact tweet in front of me. He asked something, has Donald Trump ever had mini strokes? I got to find the right tweet here. So give me one second. I want to make sure I got the quote right so that you guys know what Don Winslow actually said. Okay, I'm trying to find it here. Okay, let's look. 
Ah. So he said this. One, I guess he didn't ask a question, but I found the tweet. On August 1st, Don Winslow tweeted this out. One of the benefits of making videos that garner five plus five million plus views is that you hear from a lot of people, including whistleblowers inside the Trump administration. I received three communications that during his term, Trump has suffered a series of many strokes. And then he posted a video of Trump speaking. Uh, it's an MSNBC video and the head, the crayon on MSNBC says Trump slurs words during speech on Israel. So he's not, he just said that he heard that he had a series of mini strokes. Didn't actually say that he, it was confirmed. It was never confirmed that he had him. Okay. So the whole Mike Pence thing about that, the, his visit to Walter Reed Medical Center was, is in a book called Donald Trump versus the United States, written by Michael S. Schmidt. I have the book. I bought the book. So Donald Trump versus the United States inside the struggle to stop a president. So if you buy the book, where it's talking about this medical, re this medical center thing was on page 389. Okay. It says here, on a Saturday afternoon in mid-November, as Democrats moved toward their impeachment vote, Trump made an unexpected visit to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. The White House played off the trip as part of the president's annual physical, but provided no other details about the examination, raising questions about the president's health. In reporting for this book, I learned that in the hours leading up to Trump's trip to the hospital, word went out in the West Wayne for the vice president to be on standby to take over the powers of the presidency temporarily if Trump had to undergo a procedure that would have him require to be anesthesiized. Prince Pence never assumed the powers of the presidency and the reasons for Trump's trip remain a mystery. So later on about that, so yesterday, Mike Pence tweeted this out about that particular um, incident. And I again, again, I am going to find this tweet here. Um, let me see here. I'm scrolling through Mike Pence's Twitter feed right now. I want to find the exact tweet here. Um, I can't seem to find it now. All right, let's see. Nothing there, nothing there. I know there's nothing there. Don't see this. Maybe he didn't tweet it out. I might be wrong about him tweeting it out. Looks like I might be wrong about him tweeting it out, or he deleted it. But I will go to Trump's page, because Trump did mention about Mike Pence saying something about that. Now, here we go. So, Donald Trump tweeted this out. Um, Mike Pence was never put on standby and there were no mini strokes. This is more, 
This is just more fake news by CNN, a phony story. The reason for the visit to Walter Reed, together with the full press pool, was to complete my yearly physical. Short visit, then returned with press to the White House. The CNN tweet says this, Vice President Mike Pence is put on standby to temporarily assume the powers of the presidency during President Trump's unannounced visit to Walter Reed Hospital in November 2019, according to New York Times reporter Michael Schmidt's forthcoming book, and I read you the quote from it. <sighs> so, there is that. So, I don't know what made... Trump think any any of this had to do with mini strokes. If he took it from uh, August first tweet or what, I don't know. Just very strange that he brought it up all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. Um, another thing that Donald Trump said yesterday, and yeah, I. He was on a Laura Ingram interview that he brought this up. And I want to say this quote right. Because you can, it's, I don't know what is going on in this man's mind. So I'm going to look this up here. I want to find the exact uh, quote that he said okay so Ian interviewed Laura Ingram from Fox News interviewed him on Monday and Trump said this I gotta make sure I get it right talking about um, people in the shadows alright so Trump said, I don't even like to mention Biden because he's not controlling anything. They control him. So Laura Ingram said, who do you think is pulling Biden's strings? Is it former Obama officials? Trump said, people that you've never heard of, people that are in the dark shadows, people that, and then Laura Ingram interrupted and said, what does that mean? That sounds like like conspiracy theory, dark shadows. What is that? No, Trump, it said. People that you haven't heard of. There are people that are on the streets. There are people that are controlling the streets. We had somebody get on a plane from a certain city this weekend. And in the plane, it was almost completely loaded with thugs wearing these dark uniforms. Black uniforms with gear and this and that. They're on a plane. Laura Ingram asked, where was this? Trump said, I'll tell you sometime, but it's under investigation right now. But they came from a certain city and this person was coming to the Republican National Convention and there were like seven people on the plane, like this person. And then a lot of people were on the plane to do big damage. They were coming for... And then Laura Ingram asked if they met, if he meant that the people that were on the plane were going to Washington. Trump said, yes, this is all happening. So... The thing about this is Trump actually more than likely got this from a Facebook group, a Facebook post that's months old. Okay. So it's a June, it's a viral post from June 1st from Facebook that said this. At least a dozen males got off the plane in Boise from Seattle, dressed head to toe in black. 
This is a post by an Emmett, Idaho man. Now, the, this dude said he warned people, be ready for attacks downtown and residential areas. He also said that one passenger on this plane had a tattoo that said Antifa America on his arm. The post was shared over 3,000 times on Facebook, and then other pages from Ohio added their own spin to it, um, including the Idaho branch of Three Percenters. It's a far-right militia group. One post claimed, this is an exact quote, claimed this, Antifa has sent a plane load of their people and that the Payette County Sheriff's Office confirmed it. Within days, that version of the rumor picked up enough steam in Idaho Facebook groups that the Payette County Sheriff's Office had to release a statement saying that it was false information. So Trump is using false Facebook information to um, scare his voters into voting for him. So it's just bizarre, this whole Dark Shadows thing. And then he claimed later on, um, he's, he had said the plane was going to Washington or coming from Washington or something. I, gotta, I don't remember exactly what. I got to find what else he said here. Just give me one second. Okay. Um. I want to find the exact tweet that he said here. Post thing, the, the exact quote. So I'm not misquoting him. Because I don't want to misquote anybody here. Okay. So I mentioned Laura Ingram. Okay. On Tuesday, he told the report, so he said this today, the entire plane filled up with looters, the anarchists, the rioters, and then the president said, I'll see if I can get that information for you, which he didn't. So people also, people asked him, hey, what were you talking about? And he said, I'll talk to the person that said it. Um, I'll see if they can talk to you about it. Cause I, so it's just bizarre, the whole dark. Sh- I, I think he's losing his mind. Even more than he already has. Just very, very strange. Um, I'm... Yeah. This is a very disturbing, strange presidency. Uh, It's... I really, really hope Joe Biden wins in November. All signs point to him winning, but we all thought all signs point to Hillary winning. So, who knows? Um, let's go back to Trump's Twitter here. Um, he said something else. I, I'm trying to... There was something else that he mentioned, but I, I just I don't remember what it was. Alright, I'm looking here. Um, I already mentioned Mike Pence. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's it. Um, 
But still, I mean, for him to bring up the mini strokes thing, for him to bring up the dark shadows, like it been a very strange beginning to the week. Next segment, we're going to talk about the Melania and Me book. And there's some info from that that you're going to want to know. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Melania and Me book. All right. Melania and Me. It's a book by Stephanie Walcom, who was interviewed on Rachel Maddow yesterday. Some very interesting stuff in the book. So I'm going to talk about some of it. So in the book, Stephanie Wolkoff tweeted, Stephanie Wolkoff wrote about um, their re- Melania Trump's relationship with Ivanka Trump. And apparently it's, they don't really get along. So this is from an article in Vanity Fair on VanityFair.com. Once they were in the White House, Rokoff writes that Ivanka and her staff wrote to her and Melania about co-hosting several events that were traditionally hosted by the First Lady. Are you kidding me? Melania asked Rokoff about Ivanka's request to collaborate for International Women's Day. Seriously, I'm not co-hosting. This is for the annual luncheon held by the governor's spouses that Ivanka wanted in on. Melania said, we need to let her know that this is just the first lady event done every year. OMG, they just want to take credit for it. I'm talking about Ivanka wearing a coffin Franco dress for an event. Melania said, forget it. If Ivanka was dressed by a designer, Melania would cross them off her list. At one point, Melania... Apparently, Warren Wolkoff in a text, you know how they are. Snakes. So they're snakes, apparently. Which, well, we all knew that. This is the one thing. that Another thing. This talks about the border, her border jacket that she had with I don't really care to you. This one really bugged me. They all went crazy about the zero tolerance policy at the border, but they don't know what's going on. The kids I met were brought brought in by coyotes. This is Melania Trump saying this. The bad people who are trafficking, and that's why the kids are put in shelters. They are not with their parents. It is, it's sad. But the patrols told me the kids say, wow, I get a bed. I, have a, I will have a cabinet for my clothes. It's more than they have in their own country where, the, where, where they sleep on the floor. They are taken care of nicely. Did Michelle Obama go to the border? She never did. Show me the pictures. So clearly, Melania did not care. So this is what um, Stephanie Wilcox said. Melania, she writes, did not care. Melania doesn't, so obviously she doesn't care about the kids at the border, which is why the jacket said, I don't care, do you? That was the one thing about the interview that really bothered me was, her, her quote about the border heads. I mean, she doesn't, I, I just, uh, she clearly doesn't have a heart. I don't understand how those kids at the border, how they were being taken care of didn't bother her. Like, how do you think that 
they were being treated nicely. We all know the stories that come from there, the abuse and stuff. How could they, she think that they're being t- treated nicely? She even went on to say, you know what? They deserve it. And that I'm driving liberals crazy. So I'm driving liberals crazy. You know what? They deserve it. And that was about her jacket. She doesn't care. And they're, you know what? They're a perfect couple. Melania Trump and Donald Trump. They don't care about anybody else but themselves. And this is why I want to read the book. I want to read about the relation, the rocky relationship that she has with Ivanka. I want to read about the border thing, and there's other stuff. One thing that was broke that news broke on Rachel Maddow last night during that interview. She said that she had tapes. Stephanie Wolkoff said that she had tapes of her and Melania. She recorded Melania Trump. And it's possible she may really might release these tapes. So now Melania tapes hashtag Melania tapes is trending on Twitter, and I so cannot wait to hear these if they get released. This is it's it's going to be something. You know, it's I I really can't wait. I'm I really do hope there are tapes, and I really really do hope they get released. Um. I was going to buy the book yesterday, but I decided against it. Well, I was going to buy it. Actually, I didn't decide against it. I I couldn't find it. It wasn't at the bookstore I went to. And I had already ordered a book, um, Tiffany Cross's book, Say It Louder. I ordered that, and I got it today. I can't wait to read it. So while I was at the bookstore, I found the book, Donald Trump versus the United States Inside the Struggle to Stop a President. And I'm reading that now. So when I'm done this book and Tiffany Cross's book, I'm going to read the other, I'm going to read the Millennium Me book. So I will let you know what's in it. But it's very interesting. I'm very interested to know what else is said in it. Um, well, we all know how awful a person Melania Trump is. We all know that. And her border quote really just proved that she doesn't care about anybody but herself. And I don't know. Does I you know, it's that whole Trump family, they're just terrible, terrible people. Uh that's really all I have to say about the book. Um Yeah, I think that's it for that subject. That's pretty much all that happened in the news up until this point. Um, I'm hoping to do an inter- uh, a show tomorrow. We will see. I don't know if anything n- new is going to come out today or not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I hope to do a Friday episode since I didn't do an episode on um, Tuesday. But we'll see. We'll see. Um... I think I may have said that today was Tuesday earlier. I don't remember. If I did, I apologize. It is Wednesday. I am tired. 
<laughs> if I said Tuesday, I apologize. It is not Tuesday. It is Wednesday. I went out yesterday. Yesterday was Tuesday. Oh, these days just mesh together, don't they? This is a strange, strange year. It does. It feels longer than it, September. It feels like September 2021. <laughs> All right. I apologize for any errors that I made in today's episode. This is just very, very strange time for me right now. <laughs> hopefully you all have a good day and I will see you, hope, uh, talk to you hopefully tomorrow. All right. Take care, guys.